Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show tonight. Uh, now, Zach, we've had Uber in our lives for how long now? About five-ish years? Yeah, it's starting to rack up the numbers. It's been there for a little while. Uh, I thought everyone was across how Uber worked at this stage. I thought, you know, even if you, you're not a regular Uber catch, you've probably heard generally how the, the whole setup works. There's an app. Yeah. It picks you up, drops you off. Pretty simple. Pretty straightforward. Well, a friend of mine took his grandma for her first ever Uber ride over the weekend just gone. She never thought she'd live to see the day. <laughs> well, no, for her first time in an Uber, and it's fair to say that not everyone understands how Ubers work. There's something that she's done as part of this Uber trip, which might be the most sweet thing I've ever heard of occurring. Yeah. I actually think it could be something that we need to implement to, uh, into all Ubers. I think it's a great idea what this grandma has accidentally done. Okay. I'm on board with it. We'll get to it after this. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun. With Zach and Dom. I made an admin error that meant I was fined $900 last night, Dom. Yeah. You, you came into the show about half an hour late. Michael and I didn't know what had happened to you. And it's fair to say, you, look, you, you naturally, like anyone would be, yeah. you're a little bit annoyed that you'd be, you're $900 out of pocket. Here's what happens. I went to the supermarket. I come back out to the car park. Yeah. There's a police car staked out across from me. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit weird. They're looking at me. As I go to get in my car, they walk over, and I'm like, this is weird. They're, they're finally going to get you for your scanning apples as the, the, the expensive apples as the cheap ones. Like, Did you eat, uh, see me eating a grape? I swear, <laughs> I was just testing if they were good. No, I thought they were going to be like, hey, you know, th- something's happened in the area. Did you see anything? Yeah, sure. So I, I was like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, are you aware that your car's unregistered? Mm. I'm like, no, it's not. Right? Mm. And they're like, yes, it is. It's been unregistered for four months. Like, what are you talking about? It turns out I moved a year ago. Yeah. I never changed the address on my license, which means they never sent the renewal to my house, Mm. which means I never got it, which means I never paid it, which means for the last four months, my car wasn't registered and I had no idea. That's right. For the last four months, you've been listening to a criminal on this show. (laughs) Uh, Unbeknownst to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. An accidental criminal. Yeah. An unintentional criminal, but a criminal nonetheless. So apparently that is a number of violations, which adds up to around about $900 worth of fines. And I was, you know, I understand that it was my mistake not changing my address. I understand there's rules, but I was like, $900? So I came in here and I was talking to you about it, Dom. And you said, oh yeah, that same thing happened to my mum. She was four months unregistered. The police officer said, well, I'm sure you didn't mean it (laughs) and let her go with (laughs) a warning. I was in the car with her. She gets pulled over. This is like at 2 a.m. She gets pulled over. We're moving stuff when we're moving house. And if, I actually was chatting to her last night. It was six months. Six months on the registered. And the cop just said to, to mum, he's like, oh, look, you know what? Uh, I, I know it's just these things happen. It's an accident. Do you promise me you'll fix it up tonight? And mum says, yeah, yeah, I promise. And I had to fix it up while the police officer was looking <laughs> at my phone. <laughs> yeah, well, you just you needed the Judy Faye charm. That's what my I mum did. does. What did she do? I don't know what she does, but she just always finds a way to get off. I... Got a $900 fine. Yep. Your mum did the same thing. <laughs> yep. They let her go. Let her go. They didn't even have to fix it up. She took another week to fix it as oh well, can goodness. I say? She didn't get around to it right away. 131060. I'm wondering, have you ever gotten out of a fine? Yeah. Because every time I've been fined, you mm. know, 
for whatever. You know, I think the same thing happened with my license one, so I may have forgotten to pay that. (laughs) They just give me the fine straight away. (laughs) But your mum seems to be getting out of them left, right, and centre. So you want to find out tactics from people who maybe have gotten out of fines before. Yeah, I know some people say crying. Okay. I, I, like, I don't know if that actually works or not, but Can I have I heard people say if you cry, you're li- you might be more likely to get out of a fine. Do, do you think that's beneath you, or would you have cried if you were going to get out of it? Would you, do you reckon for $900 you would have cried? For $900, yeah, I'll cry. <laughs> I'll give it the performance of my lifetime. <laughs> you nail it. I mean, you'd walk away without a fine and an Oscar nomination. 131060. <laughs> have you ever gotten out of a fine? How did it happen? Uh, we have Larissa on 131060. How'd you get out of a fine, Larissa? Um, so I was actually suspended from, like, driving for three months. Yeah. And I never got the court notice to actually, like, appeal for it. Yep. So I was driving around waiting for this notice. Yep. And three days before the suspension, the, a police officer pulled me over for having a brake light out. Hmm. And, um, yeah, he told me, do you know that your license is suspended? I was like, no. So pretty much he let me off because I was being genuinely honest that I had no clause driving on a suspended license. I was wondering that. I was thinking, Larissa, if I had reacted in a more shocked way. So it's about the performance you need. Because instantly... Yep. When they said it's unregistered, in my mind, it's like tick, 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 tick. Like things are forming sure. together. And I was like, oh, yep. like I was like, yeah, that that would be it. Like if I had gone more like, oh, my goodness, what are you talking about? Mm, well, maybe, maybe they would have been more likely to be like, oh, well, they didn't know. Here's an idea. We could start a company that offers driving lessons and acting lessons at the same time. Yeah. So you, you, you learn how to well, I don't need to park. act. No, but I'm saying if you can... I just needed to think slower. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right, okay. Uh, we have Damon in Melbourne. Uh, how'd you get out of a fine? I was uh, driving unregistered. I had no idea. And um, I was driving along my main road and then they pulled me over and asked, um, asked if, I, if I knew that my um, registration wasn't, was due. I'm like, no, I, I had no idea. I'm just um, they asked what I was up to. I said, oh, I'm just on my way to pick up my girlfriend at the time. She um she locked herself out of her grandparents' house accidentally. Mm. And, um, one cop, he, he just thought, oh, he's like, nah, like, you're not telling the truth. And then the second cop's like, um, oh, no, nah, it's, it's um ha- ha- happened to me before. It happens to the best of us, mate. And then they sort of spoke for a bit, looked at, and took me license and then came back and said, nah, it's right, mate, you're good to go. Just make sure you get there, there and back quick because I lived only like about, a few kilometres away, oh, so... So, yeah, they, they happily let you drive off, no fine, and you can keep driving. No yeah, no yeah. fine, nothing. Yeah, they just let me go, just uh, told me to make sure I get, get it done ASAP, but it still yeah. took me a few days, but I got it done. <laughs> you got it done? Well, you know, no harm in the end, I guess. No. So, a sad story is what I'm hearing there. A sad so story, I yeah. I guess, like, act shocked yep. when they ask, what are you up to? A bit of a sad story wouldn't help, wouldn't hurt. You could have said you're coming in to do radio with me. And they go, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> it's a hard life. They might have given me money. <laughs> Emily in Canberra, how'd you get off a fine? Hey, mate, how you doing? I'm going well, thanks. Yeah, um, I was out the back of an industrial area and I was doing some skids and a mate of mine called up, called me up and was like, hey, I saw some cops flinging your way. Yeah. So I quickly stopped my skid and I was driving off and the cops, they pulled me over. I've, have, I've got... Burnt rubber the whole way up the side of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they pull me over. They say I'm a girl, and they're like, nah, I couldn't have been you. And they just 
they let me go. Okay, well, that's a <laughs> rare time that sexism worked in your favour, Emily. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Valentine's Day coming up in a week, Zach. There's a story you might have seen going around that you there's a animal conservation place in the UK which is offering a service that you can pay, I think it's about $2 Australian, and you can name a cockroach there after an ex of yours, just if you're having a bit of a, you know, sour, a bit of a down Valentine's Wait, Day. Wait, for Valentine's Day? Yeah, That yeah. seems like something pretty negative, though. It's for the single people out there, I think. You know, to it's get kind a of bit a, of, like, revenge? A little bit of revenge. Um, I think, really, you know, raises money for the, the Animal Conservation Centre. And officially, one of the cockroaches gets named, you get a certificate and everything, mm-hmm. gets named after your ex. Now, I've seen the story around a bit. Now, I don't have any exes I wanted to name a cockroach after, but I was, mm. I, I was thinking that um, on behalf of Australia, there probably is somebody who Australia would like to name a cockroach after. Yep. Um, we are still six months on from the Bachelor finale of last year, but still, I have friends who are bitter about the Honey Badger's decision to pick neither Brittany or Sophie. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I feel like on behalf of both Brittany and Sophie, the Bachelor contestants in the finale last year, and the whole country... Wouldn't it be great if we could name one of these cockroaches Honey Badger? Yeah, I guess so. Well, it's all part of the process, isn't it? Yeah, Moving on. healing. Because I mean, he's already named after an animal. Well, <laughs> it I gets understand. a little bit confusing. It, well, what I can announce tonight on the show is oh, I've, you've done it. I've forked out two bucks. I've done it, Zach. I want you to have a look at this uh, official certificate that I have there. And I like to think, I mean, I don't want to put myself forward immediately for an Order of Australia medal mm-hmm. next year. But I mean, I've got to be pretty bloody close. because this. Wait, hang on. You've, national you've written Honey Badger in... That's your handwriting. Yeah, the gift certificate that they send you doesn't put the name you suggested oh, so in there. so you have to write it in there yourself. Yeah, but it is, it, so they tell it. me it's official. It's yeah. a big picture of a cockroach, yep. which can I say, at that size, yeah. is about the size of my hand in this picture. It's sure. quite confronting. Yeah, yep. A, a very, very glad cockroaches are made the size they are. Congratulations, I've named a cockroach at the Hemsley Conservative, what was that? Conserve. Conserv- cons- conservation conservation centre. centre, my apologies. Yeah. <laughs> In the not-so-loving memory of my worthless ex, the Honey Badger. Yeah. Bring your certificate along from the 14th to the 21st of February for a <laughs> half-price entry yeah. and come see all our roaches. So, yeah, I mean, that's in Kent in the UK. If you want to fly over... Oh, right. Okay, it's not even in Australia. No, it's not. So, But if you want to fly over to the UK, you can get half price in to see the cockroach exhibition. Okay, well, uh, I feel so like... I mean... You'd make your money back. <laughs> to be honest, I would have thought if the honey badger's listening, I would yep. have thought like he'd be like, surely it's all over now. No, nah, well, you know, I mean, people aren't still upset, are they? But you know, he's driving around late at night, <laughs> yeah. trying to get a Sunday, and he's like, Dom thinks I'm a cockroach. <laughs> I'm just look. Uh, I I feel like it'd be a good part of the healing process. If you're ever in Kent in the UK, drop by one of the cockroaches there is officially named the honey badger. And don't cockroaches aren't they supposed to live for a really long time? Isn't that the idea of cockroaches? I'm not sure if they live for a long time. I think the idea is that they can survive anything. I thought don't eat. I thought cockroaches' lifespan was like hundreds of years or something. Hundreds of years. <laughs> That's not accurate. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to double check that as a fact. I, I was about to say there's going to be a cockroach there for the next few hundred years called the honey badger. I don't know if that lifespan's correct. Either way, right now there is a cockroach called the honey badger for as long as a normal cockroach lives. We should be, be asking cockroaches about what the last ice age was like if that's the case <laughs> they might have some insights how we can avoid climate change right across australia you're listening to collective noun with zach and dom oh we have to start the new day with an apology we were just talking about the lifespan of cockroaches that's right riveting radio at midnight <laughs> yeah. dom has made what has now been realized to be an inaccurate claim that cockroaches yeah. live for hundreds of years turns out cockroaches live for a year. A year is the randomly lifespan. I could have sworn it was hundreds of years. Yeah. But you're right. It must be the fact that they can survive anything 
um, that made me made me think. But then otherwise, uh, you were telling me, yeah, just during the well, I got, uh, yeah, I got them. I'm the got them confused then. with turtles because yeah. I know that turtles live for thousands of years. No, no, I know. There's there's that story about the turtle that's still alive now. Yeah. That Julius Caesar had, or something? <laughs> what in ancient Rome? Yeah, that's a, that's a fact, isn't it? There was a turtle in the Colosseum that's still alive today, spinning oh, yarns about no, watching the gladiators. Up. I don't know if it was in the Colosseum. No, yeah. but there is a, there is there are turtles from ancient Rome yeah. that were so born in ancient Rome. How old do you think the turtles are? Well, well, if ancient Rome, that'd be about two thousand five hundred years. You think there's two thousand there's two thousand year old yes. turtles in the world today? Yes. Why do you think that? I swear I was taught that at school. Yeah. That the, the turtles live to be thousands of years old. I, and I don't even think that's like half their lifespan. Yeah. You I reckon they, they could go 5,000? I reckon they do. Yeah. Don't they? No. I'm pretty confident of this. No. Have You're you looked incorrect. it up? Uh, yes. <laughs> and what, what's their lifespan? 200. 200? Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't quite get you back to Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> it might get you back to the first Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you're getting confused yeah. with. Are you sure there's not a few that are much older? No. S- no, okay. The oldest one was uh, over 200 years, but it's a bit unconfirmed. Yeah, the oldest mammal, apparently, is this whale that lives yep. in the Arctic or something like that. But okay. that's also just over 200 years. Really? Yeah. I thought, weren't there some like insects that were alive when the dinosaurs or something? I think when you hear facts like that, yeah. the species might have been oh, around. Right. I don't think they mean that exact insect. Okay, right. So this mosquito didn't hit you right on a T-Rex. I don't that makes so. a lot more sense. I was just telling you, when I thought cockroaches were thousands of years, hundreds of years old, I did often look at them when one's in my kitchen, and I'd think... <laughs> What have you seen? Where have you come from? The stories you could tell. (laughs) Turns out, not really. Just about what you ate a year ago in that very same kitchen. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Public transport is on the change at the moment. All around the country, these electric scooters are popping up. I know they're in Brisbane. I think they're on the Gold Coast. I think in Melbourne, they're trialling them at Monash University. Yep. And I think Sydney has electric bikes. It basically, the, the, they're big in America. You're in America over the break, and, yep. and Lime scooters are everywhere over there, aren't they? There's a whole heap of different brands, but Lime yep. scooters are one of them. Dom, you had a go at these mm. over the weekend. I did. Some um, electric scooters that you can hire on the side of the road. And I've yeah. been hearing about it ever since. Well, my friend Sam and I um, had a bit of a go on them. And I was just, I was amazed for someone who's not known for being super coordinated. Yeah. I picked it up really bloody quickly. So. Yeah, you've been so proud of yourself. I'm not, like, I'm honestly, like, people were looking at me as I went past and the wind was in my hair and I could see that, that they, I imagine this is probably what it looked like when Donald Bradman picked up a cricket bat for the first time and went out to bat. People were like, oh, hello. Well, I got a Prodigy. bit sick of this type of talk. So tonight... Producer Michael and I brought two Lime scooters into the radio station. We have an empty office here. Free rain. And I thought, Dom, are you willing to put your money where your mouth is? So I challenge you to a race around the radio station's office on electric scooters. Now, you said a pretty intricate um, track. Basically, it was down the long hallway we have here and then like weaving in and out of the cubicles back down the hallway was the the race. Uh, we didn't clear this by anybody. No. We're not, neither the scooter company or the radio station. I think as long <laughs> as you're paying the money. I don't think the scooter company really okay. cares. They probably don't care. Uh, the radio station, on the other hand, yeah, we've got in trouble for much less. <laughs> <laughs> we moved a cushion once. Let's not get into yeah, that. There, Let's was, not get into there that. were emails around <laughs> a moved cushion. I mean, I think there's tire marks down the carpet. <laughs> anyway, we did give it a go early tonight. No protective gear. 
Uh, we got a bit of audio. This is uh, as the race begins, Zach, at the end of the corridor here at the station. Oh, we're off down the straight. I have a narrow centimetre lead over Zach. Oh, but oh, Zach's no. taken over. <laughs> you did get an early lead as you sort of cut me off. Well, but... you you did take off fast. Yeah. I was struggling to get mine into gear. Yeah. What was going through your head there where you were ahead in the first straight? Uh, basically, the Chariots of Fire music. Yeah. Was were you like, I'm head. doing it? I thought you've set this whole thing up to make me look like I'm not very good. And here's me showing you, proving you wrong. That I'm actually not setting me... it up to make <laughs> you look bad. I'm, I'm setting just... up because you've been talking about yeah. how good you've been. And there was a moment where I thought, maybe I'm actually going to prove it here. And I'm going to rub his face in this here. Yeah. Um, but you did quickly I overtake me. I did quickly me. overtake you. And then yeah. around the back, past the boss's desk, I did continue that lead. And yep. it was soon after that, I yeah. really put my foot down. Zach's right, taking a sharp the... turn sharp oh, into turn. the chicanes. Zach has a minor lead on me at the oh, moment. Oh, through the sales area. Taking a wide <laughs> corner. I think this is an unbeatable lead now. That was my strategy going into it. Through yep. the sales area. I thought it was too tight. Sure. I thought you would take it easy. And yeah. I thought that's the area that I'm going to really push my lead. I was, I, I, great question for you. Why were you commentating in third person? Oh, well, because people wouldn't know who I was talking about. Oh, that's Well, I suppose that's fair. I didn't think that far ahead. I was just focused on winning. There was a stage, as we came around the last turn at the radio station, you were a good 10 metres in front of me. And I was kind of taking a bit of a victory lap. I thought I was unbeatable. I was waving to the crowd. And like Stephen Bradbury, you (laughs) did sneak up on the inside. Oh, I'm going to have to pull out something miraculous. Bradbury asked for me to win. just coasting at the end. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, well, Zach's taken the win with some slightly dirty tactics. He sent me into a pole. (laughs) Now, I did take the win. However, it was in quite controversial style. Very controversial. I have had uh, (laughs) dirty tactics. Yeah. leveled my way. And well, I d- d- detest that. Okay. I d- disagree 100%. So I started to see an opportunity where as we came back down the straight of the yeah. hallway, I came in on the inside and I briefly overtook you. Yeah. And as we're both going down this last corridor, neck and neck together, the footage that we have quite clearly shows that you start to swerve in my direction and I, you nudge me off the course I into never a pole. made contact. There was no oh, contact. Okay. I have a right <laughs> yeah. to try to get the best position on the track. <laughs> sure. There was no contact. Yep. I mean, really, that's just great racing. Oh, okay. Where you yep. end up... Because I'm positioning myself on the course isn't my responsibility. Okay, Okay, I don't know where the poles are. I don't know (laughs) if you're going to hit a wall. I'm just trying to position myself on the track. It's not dirty tactics at all. We'll get the footage up on Collective Down's Instagram page some stage soon. Um, And and look, people can have a look at that themselves and and make their own mind up. You're saying, the way that you're saying this is like the way you're like, oh, you only beat me because you only beat me in AFL because you scored more goals. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's how you play the game. That's how you race. You jostle for position. What I'm saying is that this will be, I expect, in the news media tomorrow, as big a scandal as the Cricket Australia Centre. Sandpaper gate. <laughs> hey, well, I, de- I deny using the sandpaper. <laughs> I'm saying they're going to look in at the footage. They're going to say there was a clear nudge off course there. But for the meantime, congratulations. Okay, until the review comes you, in. <laughs> for now, you take the win and you can take the trophy home. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Sweetest story I've heard in a while, Zach. A friend of mine took his grandma for her first Uber ride over the weekend. 
Um, she'd never been in an Uber. Was very excited to see what all the fuss was about. Um, so he books the trip. He sets it all up on his phone. All she knows about Ubers, all she's heard all the way along, is that you're meant to, and this has been stressed to her uh, by her friends, you have to give the Uber driver five stars. <laughs> That's just been stressed all the way along to her. Now yep, she, She's heard that on the news, yeah, or yep. are they talking about that in... In the retirement village. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I don't know if that makes its way around there. Over the bridge table. <laughs> it, who knows? Uh, but she doesn't have a phone of her own. It's all going through his phone. Mm. But, so, but she still hears you meant to give them five stars. So as they finish their Uber trip and they're about to get out of the car, my friend's grandma, out of her purse, <laughs> pulls out, similar to what you'd have in like primary school, like a, a sticker sheet of stars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she gets the she she gets the stickers and she puts five star stickers on the dashboard of the car. <laughs> for and what sticks driver. them to it? Sticks it to the dashboard. Yeah, and said that was five stars. Congratulations. Yeah. Here's your five stars. Was she concerned that there was no stars already on the dashboard? I don't know. I, I didn't. I mean, I, if I she's don't doing know. that as a joke, it's very funny. <laughs> it's possible that she's one step ahead of everybody. Yeah, because you'd never suspect a, an elderly woman to be you know, taking the piss. You'd yep. always think she's genuine. I, I think she was completely serious though, because apparently she made a trip out that morning to make sure she had star stickers. Oh. She bought them ahead of time. Well, now, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the Uber driver was very appreciative, although maybe it le- left some sticky residue yeah, well. <laughs> on the glove box and maybe ironically dropping her rating down to four. <laughs> that's a good point. I do, like, I actually think that's a better, a better system. Yeah. Because then the moment you get in the car, you don't have to check an app. The moment you get in the car, you can see how many stars well, are in there. We think the star system is new, but it's yeah. not, is it? I mean, that's the same system we used in grade one. That's it. Because once you had five stars, you got a bit of free time to yourself. You could jump on the computer, which only had one game back then, (laughs) and it was educational. So, look, 131060, uh, is there an old person in your life who maybe hasn't understood technology straight away? Could be a parent, a grandparent, someone who one of the new technologies has come along. I mean, I actually had a friend's granddad who tried to buy Bitcoin once. How did he do that? Uh, Well, he he called up the bank and asked to buy Bitcoin. One Bitcoin, please. (laughs) I'll have some Bitcoin. So, this is the Commonwealth Bank. (laughs) We don't. Don't sell exactly cryptocurrency. Stuff like that. 131060. Uh, Nicole is in Melbourne. What what was it with you? Uh, my grandfather could not understand how come my stepdad could actually speak to my uh, to his brother in Utah through Skype. <laughs> what did he think was happening? Um, he just he couldn't understand how come he could actually see him and talk to him <laughs> like he was in the, the same room. Okay. It is amazing. It is when bizarre. you think about yeah. it from the context of you know, someone who's a grandparent's age. Yeah. You know, think back to when they were young. Yeah. Compared well, to now. You would have you would have jumped from uh I was gonna say Morse code, probably not Morse code. Oh mate, come on. <laughs> okay. They're not doing Morse code. Handwritten letters to that so, Nicole, how long did it take him to get his head around it? Um, it took him quite a long time. He um yeah. It was at least a couple of months. Yeah. He, he, I bet he's FaceTiming every day yeah, at this stage. In. Um, I also want to apologise to Nicole's grandfather for suggesting that he was alive in a time where Morse code. Well, no, the, well, I'm sure some problem. Morse code was used. <laughs> I, you know, maybe for military purposes. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't ever used in a context of <laughs> Morse code to your neighbour. <laughs> Say, hey, do you want to come over for a barbecue? Uh, we have Daniel on thirteen ten sixty. What's your old people not understanding technology story, Daniel? Oh, good day, Jack and Tom. So, really, really quickly. Uh, my uh, ex-mother-in-law, we bought her a computer so uh, we could email and send pics to the kids and things like that. 
and Mike's wife and, got, and I got it delivered to her house. Mm. So I stopped in on the way from uh, home from work one day, and she wasn't home, so I set up the computer for her. Yeah. I left the email icon in the middle of her screen, and then about a week later, my wife was on the phone to her, and she said, Mum, we've been sending you these uh, pictures of the kids and emails, and you haven't responded. She said, I can't see, <laughs> I can't see the, I can't see the screen. Every time I turn it on, and I put the mouse, so I, I can't see it. And she said, oh, right, Daniel will pop around. And, and I went around a couple of days later, <laughs> and, I, and when she said on the computer, she was lifting up the mouse and putting it on the screen. Oh, no. Of the oh, no. <laughs> and she just started cutting it back. And as soon as she moved it, it would cover the mouse pointer. And she had no idea what she was doing. Oh, no. no. So she was physically <laughs> attaching the mouse to the icon. Again, that's a sweet story. Your heart just goes like, oh, how? How? But we all know that's going to be us. In whatever the technology is, oh, whether it goes to holograms or we're communicating through uh, just our thoughts, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be struggling with it in a couple of years. So, I mean, it's going to come around. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, Facebook ruined my sleep last night, Zach. I was uh, in my pyjamas. I'd cleaned my teeth. I was in bed, comfy, ready to sleep. And I thought, you know what? I'll just check it. I don't have any messages that have come through. I'll have a quick look at Facebook before I go to sleep. And I saw maybe the most terrifying story pop up um, that I've seen in my whole time on Facebook. I've just sent you a screenshot uh, have a look at that, of what I saw at about 2 a.m., just as I tried to go to sleep. It's a picture of a giant spider. It yep. says, according to experts, spiders could eat all 7 billion of us in just one year if they really, really wanted to do. Yep, the headline, if spiders worked together, they could eat all, all humans in just one year. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, well, I'm not advocating this at all, but yep. I'm saying if it came down to spiders versus humans... <laughs> yeah. I mean, just put on some big boots and feel like we had the competitive <laughs> well, advantage. The point wasn't so much that they have the cooperative ability to rise up against humans. It was more that if you add up the weight eaten by the world's entire spider population in a year, it is more than the entire weight of humanity. Oh, so for this to happen, humans yeah. would have to be lying down defenseless. And maybe cut up into small enough pieces that yeah. a spider could okay, eat. Them. Well, I don't think that's scary at all then. Well, it is still... Isn't it scary to know that there, are, there is more weight of spider in the world than human? No. That doesn't scare you? You do you think you could fight off your weight in spiders? I reckon I could. Yeah. Well then <laughs> it's not got a challenge. Nothing to fear. I want to be very clear that is not a challenge for the show later in the yeah. week. Um but <laughs> I'm just saying What uh, would you I, rather yeah. fight? I mean this is a variation of the the duck and horse question, isn't sure. it? Right. Um would you rather if you're fighting your weight in spiders, would yeah. you rather it in one spider yeah. or lots and lots of normal sized spiders, <sighs> but there's like a thousand and Thousands of them. Good question. Uh, one spider. No way in the world. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen Lord of the Rings where they have to yeah. fight that giant spider? That's yeah. what it would be like versus like just no. a whole lot of little spiders where you could just like, you know, no, it's get, pretty easy to kill a spider. Give me a can of Mortine. I'll be fine. The one spider. Versus one spider big one. Makes. Yeah, I'll be fine. But wouldn't you also do that with lots of little ones? <laughs> no, but they one will get around. The point is, anyway, I don't, they, I'm not here for that conversation because I'll, I'll, I'll sleep badly again tonight. The point is... Did that, I honestly, that story yes. honestly disturbed your sleep? I started thinking about spiders and I couldn't sleep for an hour. What My, do you think... What, who have you ever heard of getting yeah. stung or getting bitten in their sleep? Uh, I have a friend who once woke up with a spider sprawled across their yep, face. Yeah, did it bite him? I don't care if it bit. I don't want the, the, the spider on your face. I don't want that. Here's what Facebook but, but can do. But it didn't bite no, him, did it? I don't care about biting. It's about them being near me, right? Now, here's what Facebook should do. They're Facebook pro- already has adult content filters, right? They need nightmare content filters. What I want to read about before I go to sleep, yeah. in the hour before I go to sleep, I want to read about 
Uh, here's a list of the 50 cutest puppies of all time. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a headline, everything's okay in the world and you have enough money mm-hmm. and people like you. Yep. Those are stories I want to read before I go to bed. Not if they work together, spiders could eat every human in one year. Okay. That, that sort of content should be filtered out in the hour before you go to sleep. You should start your own social yeah. uh, media platform yeah. where it's just those stories for people to go to sleep to. So, do you know that? It, it's okay, pretty good. In the social network equivalent of this story, when we make like the film, yeah. that's going to be the pivotal moment when you pitch the idea at me. Yeah. And that's my IP as well. <laughs> no, it's not. Because <laughs> you said you should make it. Yeah. So I own the idea. Thanks, Zach. Uh, that's all we've got time for on the show tonight. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.